0: Thank you for listening to your Daily Dose. It's me, Nick. I spend a lot of time with one or more feet firmly implanted in my mouth. When you try to make people laugh a lot, sometimes you're going to say something dated, shameful, or worse. I did that during this conversation with Bob, but I think I realized it right away and it led to us facing some of our internal biases. I hope it does the same for you. Enjoy. Enjoy. Can you think of another
1: profession where they lie to you to entertain you? Uh,
0: I mean, you have to suspend your disbelief in any movie or TV show or anything like that, too, in a way. Yeah. And strippers. Uh, Yeah. So (laughs) this is a very big suspension of disbelief there. You care about me. Yes. You like doing this work. Yes. Yes. That's all. I mean, maybe they do. I shouldn't say that. Sex workers are workers.
1: Hey, you know something? I want to say this right now for everybody to hear. Okay. Sex work should be legal and licensed. Mm-hmm. It should be protected. It should be something, because there's clearly demand for it, and if it's consenting adults who's choosing to use their assets, even without the ets, uh, to ply their trade, then guess what? They should be allowed to use what they have in order to do that. But I think if we tax it, that brings benefit to to the rest of the community. And if we protect it, we're having fewer people that end up with spreading diseases. And, you know, so those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts?
0: In. Yes. (laughs) No, I agree. I agree. I I can't believe
1: it's gone this long where, where, you know, it, it hasn't been accepted.
0: Well, it's interesting to look back on even your own idea of what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable like for me looking back at you know maybe the idea of polyamory mm-hmm. or you know being in an open relationship or something yeah. like that my upbringing led me to believe that that was wrong yeah. and that was bad was that tied to religion that uh, uh, oh for the bad? most part yeah. Yeah. I, yeah i think a lot of it was that and a lot of it was maybe a little bit of the uh, you know, this idea of slut shaming oh, yeah. uh, being a common thing mm-hmm. um, and not realizing that there's this double standard stuff uh, for standard. people. Right. My but daughter Devin taught me that. <laughs> it, it takes a while for you to get there, or I mean, in some cases. It mm-hmm. took a while for me, and that, that's unfortunate that it did take that long, but um, a lot of it was because of the way that... I saw the world and uh, pop culture and other things, but yeah, it's really interesting to look back and realize that okay, I'm still getting over some of those things. Yeah. like even bringing up strippers is a joke when it comes to um, uh, suspension of disbelief. Right. Yeah. You know, I think what you were saying is the uh, is more along the lines of the person who's in the position of being the patron thinking right. that this person cares for them exactly. or something along those lines yeah. rather than you know other things that were uh, derogatory towards the person who's uh, an exotic dancer or something along those lines right, right. but yeah but even the term stripper like there's certain connotations that go along with that yeah so it's really interesting to like constantly have to look at how you rem- at how you build your own stereotypes for other people Mm -hmm. and how you challenge that yourself. It is institutional prejudice. Oh, yeah. And
1: I've become more and more aware of my own uh, over recent years. And uh, I think my evolution has me feeling less guilty about it and more, let's get on with it and do it right next time. Because yeah. I, I mean, I, I step in it so often. I, I say the wrong thing or I expose my historic thinking on something. Even though my current thinking is different, they're habits, you know, and it shows up. Thankfully, the people around me are relatively forgiving. But, I, you know, guess what? We're evolving. You know, Angela, Maya Angelou says, you know, you, you, you do what you know. And when you know better, you do better. And that's, that's what you're doing right now. You're saying, okay, now we know, like slut-shaming, that, that whole concept, that was one that took a little more time for me, quite frankly, because I grew up with slut-shaming. And it wasn't, I wasn't a big proponent of it or, or a person that was speaking it, but I, I allowed it to happen in my presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't now. Uh, and I don't support it in any way now because I, I do understand the difference. And guess what? Adults get to choose. What they do, and our judgment has nothing to do with it, you know. So I think we have to keep the, our judgment out of it as best we can. And when it creeps in, learn to let it go.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So when was the last time you had a good conversation about slut shaming? Seriously, I really appreciate the range of topics I can talk with Nick about. I have to admit, I get a little nervous talking about institutional prejudices for fear of exposing more on my own. While it's uncomfortable and even embarrassing when that happens, every time those unconscious biases become more conscious, I grow a little less likely to go there again. Like my friend David Wierzowski likes to say, it's all a practice. By the way, during this podcast, I butchered a lovely quote by the wonderful sage Maya Angelou. So as an apology to that amazing poet, and as a justice to you, I offer her actual words as our parting words. Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better.